You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that place didn't take <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome in to the Martin Houston Show on a beautiful Friday right here on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston this morning. Been filling in all week as he's been out on the campaign trail. Want to remind you that the Martin Houston Show is always brought to you by the Taco Casa. Taco Casa, six locations to serve you. Quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. Want to invite you to jump in and be a part of the show this morning by joining me on Twitter at Joe Gaither Six on the Twitter, or you can uh, hit hit Martin up on the Twitter at Martin Houston Three Five, or find the station at Tide One Hundred Nine on the Twitter machine. The Taco Casa Hotline is open for business, and it will be all show as usual. You can call in and be a part of the show by jumping on the Taco Casa Hotline at two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. It'll be open all show to talk about any of the topics that we talked about this week. We talked uh, a lot about the basketball team. We talked about uh, new coaches being hired uh, by the Alabama Crimson Tide, and and more coaches were were even uh, confirmed overnight and into the uh, overnight and into uh, yesterday. Excuse me, as Jay Graham was confirmed to be the uh, new new special teams and tight ends coach coming from the University of Tennessee, and Todd Watson also coming from the University of Tennessee will be uh, the the a new new uh, personnel, a new support staff uh, personnel role after kind of leaving Knoxville. He's going to come to Tuscaloosa where he has coached before back at Bryant High School. He coached at Hoover High School and Foley as well and at the University of Troy. So he has a lot of familiarity with the state of Alabama. Or you can call in talk about the great recruiting class that Alabama is scheduled to uh, lock up. Well, ninety-eight percent of it is already locked up uh, from the December signing window. We're going to have the official signing day uh, next Wednesday as Alabama looks to uh, sign two or three more, depending on the day, depending on how successful the day is. But I want to jump into uh, Alabama basketball again as, as as the Crimson Tide is facing Oklahoma tomorrow going out to Norman, Oklahoma to play in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. They're one of uh, several uh, big SEC games tomorrow as the SEC and Big 12 will match up with one another for its annual challenge. Alabama, I believe, is 5-1 and one in the SEC uh, Big, uh, Big 10 Challenge. 
the Big 12 Challenge, excuse me, maybe 4-1, and one, I can't quite remember. I think it was 5-1 and one or 4-1. and one. Uh, But they played Oklahoma once once before. It was in Tuscaloosa where they defeated uh, Trey Young, a, a, had a big upset against the Oklahoma Sooners. Well, the shoe's going to be on the other foot this year as, as Alabama goes into Oklahoma as, uh, you know, the higher-ranked team, uh, number nine in the country, going to probably go even higher if they beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma hosting us at number 24 in the country. The ESPN Basketball Power Index, uh, though, has Alabama only at a 42% chance to win the game. So Alabama going to have to kind of overcome the odds, going to have to keep Austin Reeves and Davion Harmon in check. Austin Reeves for the for the Sooners, uh, averaging six, 16 points a game, five rebounds, five and five assists, uh, really doing everything for uh, Oklahoma. Kind of in the same sense that Herb Jones is doing everything for uh, Alabama. Davion Harmon uh, producing two, uh, almost 13 points a game uh, for Oklahoma. So kind of playing that secondary role for the Sooners. Uh, you know, for, for, and those are going to be two guys. That Alabama's going to have to stop and slow down. Alabama's going to have to uh, use the good defense that they really uh, put on display against K- uh, Kentucky earlier in the week, holding Kentucky to just 59 points. Uh, if Alabama's defense can uh, k- can produce at that level on Saturday, that's going to give them uh, the Crimson Tide a, a, a much larger chance to, to win the game. I believe Oklahoma's averaging 77 points a game to Alabama's 81, so both schools averaging right around the same amount of points for on the season. So Alabama's defense is going to have to travel uh, in the SEC Big 12 Challenge if the the Tide is looking to uh, keep its 10-game winning streak uh, on, uh, alive. Excuse me. Uh, Oklahoma is on a, its own winning streak. They're on a four-game winning streak. They're coming off actually a road win against Texas, top five t- top five team Texas, and a, a home win against K- uh, Kansas. So the two premier teams in the Big 12, uh, Oklahoma has coming off back-to-back victories uh, over those teams. So this is a team that's going to be riding high and full of confidence. Alabama is going to have to really uh, step in and play its its A game. I think that Alabama really in their last two games with Mississippi State and Kentucky – uh, kind of struggled offensively, and, and, and not quite in rhythm, not quite making the same shots that they've made all year long. Uh, they kind of got b- bullied in the paint against Mississippi State a good bit, uh, and and really struggled on the offensive end against Kentucky. So uh, they're going up against a team that's riding high, coming up really, really confident. Not to say that Alabama's not confident with its own ten game win streak, but uh, it's go- it's going to be very interesting to see how Alabama responds uh, to. To, to, to Oklahoma's own confidence. We're going to step out on the Taco Casa hotline and, and see who's on the phone with us now. Welcome in. Good morning. You're in the Martin Houston Show. How are you today? Joe, it's Tom. How are you? My man, morning? Tom. How's it going in Aliceville this morning? Well, I'm all excited for the game tomorrow. And uh, I was listening to you kind of break down the Oklahoma team a little bit, but I've got a question uh, I wish you would address. And I, I've, I've been searching uh, but I hadn't come up with anything that satisfies my mind on, on something. Was Texas missing uh, two of their players the other night when they played Oklahoma? Yes, they were missing two players and uh, the head coach, Shaka Smart. I believe yeah, they I were Shaka all out. out with, but uh, I didn't know the effect of uh, COVID on the players and which players it was. I couldn't figure all that out. I think there were two. I think it was two prominent players for for the Texas Longhorns. So they kind of get a little asterisk on that on that uh on that win on that win. Yeah, 
so uh, Texas was affected by COVID, two prominent players out, and Oklahoma beats them by one. But still, Texas was number five in the country. I'm not trying – I'm not downplaying it or saying that uh, Oklahoma's weak by any stretch, but I was just curious as to what your thoughts was uh, about Texas and the win Oklahoma had on what was Oklahoma. They were at home, too, wasn't they? Uh, Texas was at home, so they were on the road. Uh, Oklahoma was on the road for that victory. So they beat number five Texas on the road. Yes. Really? It was a pretty good win for them. Uh, I say it is. No. And uh just makes me more nervous, but uh, I, I just wonder what kind of production Texas had lost with those two players. Well, let's see if I can't find out for you. Looks like Texas. Uh, looks like Texas was down a couple of players. Let's see how prominent they were, though. Andrew Jones is leading Texas 14 points a game. Uh, so Courtney Ramey and Matt Coleman as well, averaging double digits. Greg Brown also. So let's see if any of those two, four, four guys were playing for Texas uh, against Oklahoma this past week. Let's see. The, uh, it was a uh, – let's see. We have – Texas has – Brown, Ramey, Jones. So the third play, the, the the fourth player I mentioned was not with them. Uh, so their fourth leading scorer they they did not have who averages double digits. So I guess that's uh, more akin to taking away uh, Josh Primo for Alabama, the uh, probably yeah, third yeah, or fourth yeah. fourth so, player. Fairly important uh, loss of production though. But anyway, uh, of course you know I'm I'm looking for anything that. Uh, makes me feel like Alabama's got an advantage in some area. Well, I think Shaka Smart's going to be back on the bench. Oh, well, excuse me, we're not playing be. Texas. We're not playing Texas. We're playing Oklahoma. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, but I think that Alabama is going to have to step in. Tom, I don't think that Alabama's played its its best games the last two games that uh, that they've been out. So I think you know gonna- that's the third time I've heard that uh, out of somebody that would know, including yourself, uh, saying that. Uh, that the feeling they have from uh, watching Alabama that they have not played their best game by far uh, this year. And uh, and I said, really? Uh, to myself, uh, considering the way we played at LSU. You know what I mean? Well, the LSU game for sure was was probably as close to it's 100%. It's going to be hard to match that one. It, it, the, the, I was just more referring to the last two games uh, with Mississippi State and Kentucky. I think offensively they've been really out of rhythm. But when you stop and look at it, Joe, think about this. You know, as good as we shot the ball at LSU, of course, you know, uh, Bama fans are holding that one as a benchmark for the year, right? Right, of course. <laughs> and so, uh, but Shackelford was not, hadn't been shooting the outside shot as well. His points been coming, you know, from uh, driving and, and free throws and th- stuff like that. But uh, And he hadn't been real good at the free throw line, but uh, – uh, you know, if if Petty Primos and uh, and Shackelford all start raining them down at the same time, this thing could be real interesting. 
Yeah, I think I think so too. Shackelford was one for six uh, beyond the arc against Kentucky. He missed his first five uh, three point shots. He made a big one late, but uh, yeah. you're, you're exactly right that uh, he he was jacking them up uh, on Tuesday night, and I was really kind of uh, sitting there watching it, thinking, "Man, don't take another one. Don't take." Well, another. you know what? They, that's just not that's just not their DNA. They gonna take shots. You know, shooters are gonna shoot. And that's what Coach Oates has really preached into them, and, and really he would know much better than I would as as, as Johnny Fan on the sideline watching. Uh, but 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 I, I I think that if the, the three of them, just like you said, Primo, Petty, and uh, Shackelford can all get going tomorrow morning, uh, that we're going to have a great chance to beat Oklahoma. I think so too. Anyway, Joe, I was thinking about those Texas kids uh, when you came on this morning, and uh, wanted to ask uh, what you thought about. Uh, Texas being down a couple of players and, and stuff like that. Like I say, you know, Bama fans look for an edge, I guess, is what I'm doing. I don't know. Absolutely, and we always want our team to have an edge. I think that the, 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 the Oklahoma beating Texas is significant, but when you add those details uh, that Texas was down a couple of players and, 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 and its own head coach, uh, it, it might put an asterisk next to uh, the Oklahoma win. Joe, I don't want to hog the show, but uh, the other thing that was on my mind, uh, if you've got time, sure, is, uh, you know, Tuesday night against Kentucky, I was concerned that we were, you know, all that banging and knocking everything. Herb was limping around and uh, with a bloody nose. And, and uh, Reese, who's been playing well, I think, for the last three or four games, you know, he, he was uh, gimpy and uh, this, that, and other. Of course, we were down Rojas, and I think uh, the kind of game that we had against Kentucky, he would have been handy in there. Yeah, he played a couple of minutes in that game, but not he, but uh, only only just to kind of test out where he, where, you know, where he is injury wise or, or medical medical condition. That was kind what of do, the, what. What do you think his status will be for tomorrow? I think he'll I think he'll play a little more than he did on Tuesday. I I, I think that uh, he he may have been overcoming. An illness, if I if I had to guess, uh, it, it may not have been at a hundred percent on Tuesday night. That's uh, what I'm guessing. And so you're exactly you are right though. Herb was Herb was getting knocked around, and he's been knocked around all year long, but just been toughing it out. Uh, and Alex Reese was dealing with his, with a back issue, back issue as well. Kind of looked like a knee issue that he, well he, when he fell, and and you know we're still waiting on Jordan Bruner to get back to his full health. Well, he's not going to be there tomorrow. You no, he have, uh, he warmed up on Tuesday night with the team. And, You're uh, joking. No, he warmed up. Uh, he was running, doing doing the warm ups, but he wasn't. Uh, you could tell he wasn't doing the warm ups at a hundred percent. He was very ginger as he was doing. He it must have went over to the football side for therapy. <laughs> he probably did. Uh, <laughs> Nate Oates and Coach Saban, pretty good friends. He probably sent him over there and said, "Hey, let my guy get in there for a little bit." <laughs> he was he was warming up, but I but it, but he was it was gingerly running through those free throw yeah, lines. Yeah, he's been, he's been getting in the magic pool in the football complex. <laughs> well, we're hoping to have him back. Very soon, uh, Coach Oates said he's hoping it'll be closer to the four weeks than the six weeks, and that'll put him back in about five, about seven or eight more days. Yeah, that would be that'd be nice. 
Absolutely, and, and that'll Thanks, get, get Joe, it back. I'm sorry to, no, I'm no, sorry you're good, to Tom. Hog. Thanks for calling in today. Uh, we'll call at you later in the day. Appreciate you, Tom, from Alice. Take care. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Uh, getting getting Jordan Bruner would be back uh, would be a huge thing for the second half of the SEC schedule. Kind uh, of, we'll kind of get into a little bit of the SEC Big Twelve slate uh, as it is a full day of basketball. Uh, I know if you're if you're one who cheers for the conference uh, out against outside opponents tomorrow. Tomorrow is a big is a huge day for you as uh, we're put, taking on the Big Twelve in one two three four five six seven eight nine ten contests uh, against the Big Twelve tomorrow for the SEC uh, and we'll get into all that and more on the Martin Houston Show. My name is Joe Gaither. I'm filling in for Martin this week, and this is Tide one hundred point nine. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks locally, but we do have one on 2059 westbound near York with moderate delays. Everything else looks good. If you do see conditions on this Friday morning, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Just a few days remain in the month-end clearance sale at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer where you can save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Sunny weather continues today. The high for this afternoon around 57. Clear tonight, the low at 33. Tomorrow's sunshine during the morning. Clouds increasing by afternoon and rain moves in here tomorrow night. Comfortable tomorrow, the high very close to 60 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on a beautiful Friday. Joe Gaither sitting in for Martin this morning, sitting in all week. It's been a pleasure sitting in for Martin. I want to thank him for letting me take up some time uh, on, on the airwaves. We've been talking about Alabama against Oklahoma basketball tomorrow at 11 a.m. We were moved to from, uh, to the big ESPN. Uh, they bumped Duke off uh, Duke basketball off the uh, off big ESPN in favor of Alabama. So uh, going back to NATO, it's kind of taking a little shot at, at Duke earlier in the year, and uh, ESPN backs us up by putting us on the big network tomorrow at 11 a.m. You can also hear that game right here on our family of networks on 95.3 The Bear. You can hear Chris Stewart and Brian Pasnick with Crimson Tide Sports Network uh, call the game on the radio. If uh, the TV announcers are rubbing you the wrong way, just turn on that 95.3 The Bear app and uh, listen to Chris Stewart and Crimson Tide Sports Network. Let's head back out on the Taco Casa hotline and check in with our man uh, Lake Martin John. How are you doing this morning? 
Hey, man, I'm doing great. Um, just uh, all excited, man. I got the A&W root beer in the fridge. The chair's all set. I'm going to sit from 11 to midnight tomorrow, man. Well, it's going to be a huge day of, of SEC Big 12 Challenge. Uh, outside of the Alabama game, Alabama and Oklahoma, is there a second game that you're most interested in watching? I want to see the Baylor game. Uh, and I don't use that kind of language, but that school just south of me, I really want to see that game. <laughs> Baylor is playing West Georgia, and uh, to see them with Sharif Cooper back back in the lineup, uh, yeah. I, I, th- I think Sharif Cooper is a difference maker for, for that Auburn team, and uh, I, th- I think they're going to give up Baylor a pretty good game, to be honest. I do, too. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I, listen, I apologize to all the Tide fans out there that, that are them and them only, but... You know, when we're outside the conference, I pull for all the SEC teams. I really do. And I'd, you know, I'd, I'd love to see us look real good. A couple of questions. You know, <clears throat> Tom was talking about the Texas win. And, you know, he was saying, you know, that's pretty good. And he was looking for advantages, you know, and, and you found that, you know, they were missing a couple of things. But I want to also put a damper on. I looked back through their schedule. I was trying to figure out, you know, a little bit about who we're playing. And it looks like their big win besides that Texas was Kansas. But, Correct me if I'm wrong, Kansas has fallen off, a lot like Duke and NC, right? Well, Kansas is still ranked in the top twenty-five. They've got a bit. They're, they're ranked fifteenth in the country, but yes, they're not oh. the traditional Kansas or where they've been ranked uh, top five, top three in the country for sure. Okay, so maybe uh, you know, maybe that's a, that. That gives us a little hope. Now, I want to ask the question that you can talk for a while on if you like, and I'll hang up and listen. But when I'm watching football. I watch the line, the first couple of series, I watch the line of scrimmage. I see which direction it's moving. Uh, then I start looking for gaps in the line. Then I look separate. You know, you know, the things that you normally go through to try and determine how the game's going to go. I know nothing about basketball. What do you look for? What are the things you look for that, that see how the games are going? When I watch basketball, I'm watching to uh, see how the defense is playing. Is to, to see, you know, uh, if if Alabama is getting here's here's what really will t- will tell me if Alabama is getting tip balls on the defensive end and and really. Uh, you're creating turnovers, you're getting that blue collar basketball that that Nate Oates likes to likes to uh, likes to implement. If if they're clearing the, the the boards on the defensive end, not allowing offensive rebounds, then the, the offense will take care of itself. I feel like in this Nate Oates system, we're putting up enough shots, we're get, we're getting to the rim enough times where uh, it's kind of just the, the mathematical percentages. The you know if you shoot enough times, you're going to make a certain a certain amount of shots. And and with Coach Oates, it's system we're shooting a ton of time so so the offensive end is really taking care of itself uh and, and we saw that on, on on tuesday with the kentucky game we were getting a lot of stops uh and, and right there towards the end especially when uh kentucky took that two-point lead with what three and a, three three and change left in the game alabama yeah. came out and got three or four consecutive defensive stops if if you're seeing alabama get consecutive defensive stops and give their offense uh, you know that advantage of extra possessions uh extra shots then then i think that alabama has a great shot in in, in, the, in the games that uh that, that they're playing makes perfect sense that hey listen if you the more rebounds you get the more shots you're going to get the more shots you get you know the better your percentage so and that's what right. yeah that's what concerned me when we were playing mississippi, mississippi state uh last saturday is mississippi state was really kind of controlling things on the on the re, on the rebounding side now when you kind of looked at it 
at the end of the game. They only out-rebounded us by four or five, but they got several offensive rebounds, and it seemed like every rebound that was uh, up to, uh, up for grabs was highly contested. So I was uh, you know, getting nervous in that game because Mississippi State's advantage on the boards, that's going to be really helpful to get James Rojas and uh, Jordan Bruner back from their, 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 their injuries. All right, all right. So you look for the uh, look for rebound. That make that makes good sense. The more more rebounds you get, the more shots you got. Well, listen, so. Joe, man. Listen. Every time I turn on my favorite radio station, you're all over it, man. You're doing a great job. Everybody, even uh, Ryan Fowler yesterday, told me what a great job you're doing. So <laughs> we appreciate it, my friend. I appreciate and, uh, you so much. Thank you, Sean. Hey, listen. Listen, God bless you and uh, all the listeners out there, and let's roll tide tomorrow. Absolutely, roll tide, Lake Martin John. We appreciate you, man. That's Lake Martin John on the uh, Taco Casa hotline. We're going to stay on the Taco Casa hotline and get in. Super Joe, Super Joe, what's happening? You ready for some ba- some Bama hoops tomorrow? Well, I got, I got to work, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I believe, I believe we're going to the NCAA tournament. I, I smell it coming, March Madness. I can't wait for it. See, see if how far Alabama can go. You know, Alabama, I believe, has only uh, gone as far as the Elite Eight. I don't think that they've passed the Elite Eight. Maybe this is the year that they can get, uh, you know, past the Elite Eight. But at least we're going to be in the tournament this year, unlike uh, the last handful of years. Yeah, you're right. I said, you know what? Nice to say, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, our basketball team growing progress, progress. I mean, this is a good progress because. We're a lot more patient with the basketball than we are the football. Let's look, put it the way. Let's say like uh, like the last two coaches we had, like Avery Johnson. Uh, you know what's the what's the what was the coach before him? Grant Anthony Grant. Yes. Okay. Now let's say put it this way. Now let's just say this: if they had been coaches somewhere, they'd have been fired a lot sooner. Let's say they'd been someone like Kansas or Kentucky or somewhere, or they'd have been gone probably after the first year. Because I say this: I was talking to a buddy of mine in Can you know, in Kansas City, Kansas. I said, you know what? Suppose if Alabama ever played Kansas, and, and he said, I said, he said, you want to play some basketball? I said, no. I said, no, we don't. I said, but I said, how about, I said, but y'all want to play some football? He said, don't make me hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I said, see, y'all didn't want that one, did you? That's the joke. It was the phone. The rabbit had the gun, did it? But, you know, but I said, but that's, that's all fair because you know what it is? You know, I'm going to say this with Alabama. Well, I think we're going to go as far as we're going to go. I don't know. I can't predict, you know, how far we're going to go when we get out there because we know we really. We're really just growing our bat. We're really more football product, but our basketball is progressing like it needs to be. So you got to give, you know, Nate. You got to give Nate Owens the respect, and I do. And well, I, you know. Well, Super Joe, Alabama's got 11, you know, I know that you're a big football fan, uh, and, and everybody's roll-tiding for football uh, pretty much 24-7 around here, but, you know, Alabama's got 11 teams uh, across across their athletic programs that are ranked in the top 25, basketball, uh, baseball, softball, gymnastics, lots of schools, or, or, or lots of programs, track and field, swimming and diving. Alabama's dominating in, in, in a lot of sports right now, Super Joe. It's a great time to be an Alabama. Alabama fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I tell you what, and I said, you know, even when you get to watch the women's softball, the women's softball, I even, I even like to watch that, even the, the men's the baseball. I like to watch that because the tickets aren't expensive at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You uh, can walk in for pretty cheap. Oh, yeah, you can walk in, get your little bite to eat or something. You know, and there's a place out there called Big Al's. You know, I, I that's my first time ever eating out of Big Al's in 1989 when I was living in Kansas City, Kansas. That was the last time I seen a Big Al's. What do they serve at Big Al's? I don't know that I'm familiar with that. Yes, yes, got burgers. I mean, they got burgers. Somebody could be sending McDonald's. They got bigger load of fries and bigger load of burgers. 
You know, I, I feel you like I, you know, I used to have a big out like that same big out on Happy Days. Man, we got. I guess we got. I guess I got to look it up and, and get by there. Okay, okay, I guess that probably will be to when the baseball season starts. But, but I look at it like this, though. You know, National Signing Day is coming up, and I'm taking all work, and I. And I You're celebrating on Signing Day, aren't you? Oh, I do. I take all work all the time on Alabama on Signing Day. That way, I go ahead. That way, I go ahead. And just you know, get right onto the bar and talk about it, and talk about it because I really believe Alabama's going to Indianapolis, Indiana to the national championship. Water undefeated SEC championship. I believe all that. Well, are are you still enjoying the last championship? You haven't quite moved on yet, have you? Well, I put it this way. I'm. I put it this way. I got three national championship shirts, you know. And you know, and I said, and I got one. You know, and I'm gonna say this though. You know, I and I got when I bought one all the way in honor of my father who passed away almost two years ago. But I just, you know, but I you know one thing about it. I just I just put one in his um in his old in his uh, drawer cabinet, you know, just to honor him. Ah, uh, that's a that's a great way to honor him, Super Joe. Uh, are are you uh, have you seen that Alabama's recruiting class is the number one of all time? Yeah, but highest I've seen highest rated recruiting class in twenty four seven sports history. Yeah, I see that. And I said, and this is what you this is what you call King Kong a hundredfold. And because I mean, and then I told I was telling a buddy of mine, you see, you see Alabama two thousand twenty one new uh, football schedule. We we got Miami Hurricanes the first game. Yeah, you worried about Miami? No, no. I asked, I asked the Miami Hurricanes. So I said, "What y'all think?" He said, "You know, y'all got to see y'all got to play us first game." I know they That's don't want I'm to. He said, "You know what?" He said, "I'm gonna be honest with you. We ain't got a chance in hell." <laughs> I said, "His wife said, don't you say you're not calling here to pick up my husband about the game." I said, "No, no. He said, he done came dead on us, and and I'm not gonna say anymore. If he if he came dead on us and." He didn't want to smack talk. I'll leave, I'll leave him alone. I said, I won't humiliate him in front that, of you. That's nice children. of you. That's <laughs> nice of you, Super Joe, man. We appreciate your call today. I appreciate you being in the show. Okay, take care of them. Yes, roll sir. Tide, roll Tide, partner. That's Super Joe on the Taco Casa Hotline. And you can call in and be a part of the show on the Taco Casa Hotline, 205-342-9904, as you get your Friday morning rolling with us. I'm Joe Gaither. This is the Martin Houston Show. When we come back, I want to get into who are the top ten athletes on campus right now, you know, if I'd asked three weeks ago, it would have been Matt. You got to throw Mac Jones, Jalen Waddle, and all the NFL guys who have you know taken off, uh, Patrick Sertain, who have taken off to to prepare for the NFL draft. But with that group being gone, who are the top ten athletes on campus right now? We'll get into all that and more on the Martin Houston Show on Tide one hundred point nine. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks locally, but we do have one on 2059 westbound near York with moderate delays. Everything else looks good. If you do see conditions on this Friday morning, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Just a few days remain in the month-end clearance sale at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer where you can save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double 
the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on a beautiful Friday morning right here on Tide 100.9. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston as he is out on the campaign trail for another month or so trying to become Tuscaloosa's next mayor. We'll have fill-ins for Martin Houston every morning while he's out on the trail to fulfill our uh, FCC regulations of equal time. But I'm Joe Gaither filling in this week. Had a lot of fun with you guys this week. Want to encourage you to download that Tide 100.9 app. It's a free app. App. You can get it anywhere on your uh, Android or, at, or Apple phones, uh, on your smart devices. Download it right there. You can listen to Tide 100.9 wherever uh, you have phone service. And you can listen to all our great programming all day long. Uh, Martin Houston Show right here inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson, 7 to 9. Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11. Uh, Travis Ryder takes you 11 to 12. And Jay Barker takes you to, from 12 to 2. Ryan Fowler in the game, Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show, runs from 2 until 6, talking all Alabama football pretty much all the time. And we've got several programs uh, that are after Ryan's show at, at after 6 o'clock uh, daily, kind of a variance depending on the day uh, for, for the evening shows. Uh, one thing on the Tide 100.9 app, I've got a great team of uh, interns and students and, and, and co-workers really putting up uh, great articles about the Alabama Crimson Tide, about uh, Tuscaloosa sports and di- di- different uh, pro, pro sports that are tied to Alabama athletes. Uh, but one thing that I kind of came up with late last night is, uh, you know, who are the top 10 athletes on the campus? Uh, on the capstone right now. Now, if I'd have asked three weeks ago, we probably would have said Mac Jones, we would have said Devontae Smith, Patrick Sertain, Dylan Moses, Christian Barmore, all those guys, the NFL boys, uh, Alex Leatherwood, Landon Dickerson, Najee Harris. 
some of the best athletes on campus. But all those guys are gone at, with, with the national championship being over. All those guys uh, have have declared for the NFL draft or making their intentions uh, to go pro public, and, and good for them. And I hope they have great pro careers and great great success. So this is, but this list is not about them. These this list is about. Who are the top ten right now athletes on campus? Uh, as I mentioned in the, in the previous segment, Alabama has 11 sports that are nationally ranked. Uh, Alabama football finished number one. Basketball is, is sitting there ranked number nine. Uh, softball is ranked number eight. The, the, the baseball team is ranked 25 in the country. Track and field uh, track and field is ranked. Uh, and, and swimming and diving is ranked as well. So you've got a lot of sports that are uh, gymnastics, excuse me, is now nationally ranked uh, Alabama is dominating across a lot of sports right now so it was kind of difficult for me to narrow it down to who is the top 10 athletes uh, on campus right now but here's my opinion and if you if you don't like it uh, you can tweet me at Joe Gaither 6 or call it call us in on the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904 number 10 I put uh, right tackle Evan Neal uh, six foot seven uh, tackle has been starting for the Crimson Tide for the last two seasons. Going into his junior year, he just finished his sophomore season with an national championship. And uh, if you've seen, he's got a Twitter video out uh, in the preseason of this year where he is doing box jumps. Uh, he he is a monster, but pro- but box jumping, uh, you know. Uh, a big box that is probably as tall as I am, uh, you know. And so Evan Neal is going to probably be the next great Alabama offensive lineman with the departure of Landon Dickerson, Deontay Brown, and Alex Leatherwood. Uh, Evan Neal is now the, the most uh, prolific offensive lineman on, on on campus and in the football team. And Evan Neal, with it with it with another strong season uh, in 2021, will likely be a top 15 draft pick. And so for me, uh, I've got to put Evan Neal as my number. 10 athlete on campus right now. Number nine, I've got Jasmine Walker, uh, forward for the Al- for the Alabama women's basketball team. She's a thousand point scorer. Uh, she cl- she cleared her thousandth career point earlier in the season. The Alabama women's team, I believe, is 12 and three. They unfortunately lost to Kentucky yesterday. Uh, but but Jasmine Walker, no stranger to success uh, with her thousand career points. She was a Katrina McLean Award preseason. Uh, she was on the and she has eight, excuse me, 18 career double doubles for the Crimson Tide on the hardwood. Number eight, I had to go with uh, baseball. Baseball had a great season last year, finishing 16 and one prior to the COVID 19 pandemic uh, really stepping in and canceling their season. But uh, number eight, I put Connor Prelip, sophomore pitcher uh, from from Wisconsin. He uh, he he tossed 21 scoreless innings last year as a freshman, uh, good enough for a three and zero record on four starts. He uh, struck out 35 batters and uh, was uh, he led the S. SEC in ERA last uh, in batting average, excuse me, in batting average with a .077 batting average, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Connor Prelip will do this season as a sophomore. Uh, if, if he has a strong season, maybe perhaps he'll be off to Major League Baseball and be another one of those Alabama pitchers who is uh, doing big things in the big leagues. Uh, and, and we'll see what Connor Prelip does, but hopefully he'll will have a full season this year. Uh, no cancellations uh, in Jesus name and no no cancellations for uh, for all the spring sports and we can see a full 
a, a full season of Connor Prelip. Uh, probably get him, you know, twelve starts or more acro- across the uh, uh, across the season and be able to really appreciate and enjoy his uh, his expertise on the mound. Uh, number seven, going back to the football team, I've got Christian Harris, the sophomore linebacker, going into his junior year. He ranked uh, second on the team with seventy nine tackles last year, four and a half sacks. He was a finalist for the Butkus Award last year as a sophomore. He was all freshman team uh, in 2019. We all remember him being thrust into the starting lineup just uh, really a mere w- a week or two before the before the season started with injuries to Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan last year. Christian Harris had never played linebacker, come playing safety and, and defensive back in high school, was moved to linebacker when he came to the capstone and has really taken to it and is going to probably be uh, the leader on the defensive end uh, next year for the Crimson Tide in 2021. Uh, for number six, I had to go for, to, to, to gymnastics. Gymnastics ranked top ten in the country, and they're led by senior Lexi Grabber. Lexi uh, it, it was 20, a 2019 SEC balance beam champion and all SEC in 2019. Unfortunately, her season was cut short in 2020, so they were unable to compete for SEC championships uh, last year. But she's currently, for this year, has the Crimson Tide's all or, highest all-around score this year uh, with a 39.650, uh, and, and she is a, a, a prominent figure on the gymnastics teams competing in, in the floor, the beams, the, the bar, and the vault uh, for the Crimson Tide, r- really showing her skill set and trying to uh, lead, lead the gymnastics team to, to greater success and higher success we'll take a we'll take a break right here and, and i'll get into the top five of who i think is the top 10 athletes on campus right now on the caps on the campus of, of uh, university of alabama right now obviously no jalen waddle no Najee harris on my list as those guys are off to the nfl so who are the top 10 athletes uh on the campus of the university of alabama give us give me a call if you disagree or if you do agree with our list 205-342-9904 to get in on the taco casa hot Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, traffic looking pretty good around town. It's steady on that fault and eastbound coming through Northport toward the river. Everything else looks good. If you see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. Grab your savings during the month in clearance. Now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good morning. DCH Healthcare System will no longer offer drive-through COVID-19 testing, but is expanding vaccination operations. DCH will offer by appointment only COVID-19 vaccinations Monday through Friday, 7:30 a.m. to 6:20 p.m., and is working to add more appointments to each 10-minute time slot to provide as many vaccinations as possible. You can go to the DCH website to make an appointment. Keep up with the local news on TuscaloosaThread.com. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-7000. 
888-646-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you're telling that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. More. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. It's my last segment of the week. Last segment of the week on the Martin Houston Show filling in. And we were going over who I think are the top 10 athletes on the Alabama campus. Obviously, there's not going to be any Najee Harris, no Mac Jones, unfortunately, Jalen Waddell. They're all off campus now preparing for the NFL draft. So I put together a list of current athletes as my spring 2021 top 10 athletes on campus. And we'll go through them real quick as we get down to the top five. From 10, I have Evan Neal, right tackle on the football team. Number nine, Jasmine Walker, forward on the Alabama women's basketball team. Connor Prelip at number eight. Sophomore pitcher for the Alabama men's baseball team. Number seven, Christian Harris. Sophomore linebacker for the football team. And number six, Lexi Grabber, all-around athlete on the gymnastics team. That brings us right to number five. And number five, I had Montana Fouts, a junior pitcher from Kentucky. She enters her up- upcoming season with a career record of 30-6. and six. Uh, She was a a dominant uh dominant record uh, 27 and 3 i believe uh 27 and 2 excuse me i believe for 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 her her freshman year now last year she did, she did struggle a little bit last season uh kind of a, a, a struggle for most of the softball team unfortunately and, and then the season was cut short so she's looking for a bounce back season but she currently has 234 strikeouts and uh she was named to this year's 2021 USA softball collegiate player of the year watch list uh uh, the the SEC All Freshman and First Team All SEC in 2019 Freshman of the Year in 2019. Looking for a strong bounce back for Montana Fouts coming in at, at number five for me now. Number four, I've got John Petty, the senior, the senior guard, coming back for his last year. Uh, instead of going to the NBA, he came back and he's already broken the Alabama career record for most three pointers made made in a, in a career. Uh, he was he's been named SEC Player of the Week twice already this year, and uh, he, he led led the SEC in three point shots made last year. And I believe he was second in percentage uh, last year. He's averaging almost 14 points a game, five rebounds, and uh, nearly three assists for the for the Alabama men's basketball team, who's ranked number nine in the country and uh, rock, currently rocking a 10-game winning streak. Now, number three, I'm going to throw in kind of got a newcomer on the scene, but I think Will Anderson, 
the uh, sensational freshman who now going into his sophomore year it, it deserves mention here as a top five candidate. Will Anderson, uh, Sean Alexander, national freshman of the year. He was first team all freshman uh, and for the SEC and, and second team all SEC. I think Will Anderson pretty much because of the position he plays, pass rusher, uh, is extremely valuable. You see that in the NFL all the time as pass rushers get drafted very highly and get uh, paid very handsomely. And Will Anderson, he recorded uh, 52 tackles this year, eight quarterback pressures, seven sacks, and forced to fumble. His seven sacks was good enough for second in the SEC this season uh, in, in a 10-game SEC season. I think that uh, some were a little disappointed. He had a slower start uh, to, to his to his year uh, than we were expecting. But by the time he really came on, uh, Will Anderson was a monster off the edge for the Alabama a crimson tide defense pressuring quarterbacks all year long towards the tail end of the, of the season and I expect nothing but 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 that for it to continue uh to for, over the next two seasons of his his career before he inevitably goes off to the NFL Number two, I'm going to throw Bailey Hemphill, uh, senior first baseman for, uh, for, for the Alabama softball team right in there. She currently is the single season record holder for the Crimson Tide for, uh, home runs in a season with 26 and RBIs in a season with 84. She's a uh, first team all SEC in 2019, second team all SEC in 2018 and all freshman team in 2017. And she too was named to the USA softball, uh, collegiate player of the year watch list just like uh just like montana fouts so alabama actually had four ladies named to that uh watch list kb sides and lexi kilfoyle joining montana fouts and bailey hemphill bailey hemphill coming in at number two for me on and the alabama top 10 athletes on campus she enters this her last year with a career 50 home runs and 183 rbis and number one i could not go any other direction then our man Herb Jones. Herb Jones uh, is currently co- the the title holder for big man on campus for me. Uh, he's li- led the basketball team to the undefeated conference record and the top ten ranking. He's recently was named the the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year watch list. Uh, so so he's going to be up there for a couple national awards and he's a pretty strong candidate, I would say, for SEC Player of the Year. Herb Jones is averaging right at thir- thirteen points a game, six rebounds, three assists, two steals. And, and a block per game. Uh, Herb Jones is the you know the perennial winner of the Hard Hat Award uh, that Coach Oates gives out after every game. Uh, he scores a ton of blue collar points and he leads the Alabama basketball team. Uh, pretty much on both ends of the floor uh, both in production and in attitude and in leadership I think that uh, Herb Jones is clearly the number one athlete on campus right now, the senior from Greensboro, Alabama uh, really doing big, big things now, got an honorable mention from Lake Martin John and and, and Lake Martin John I appreciate your, your tweet, you can tweet me at Joe Gaither 6 uh, the list will be out, or the list is out on the Tide 109 app right now and it will be out on social media later in the day but late martin john uh, nominated montana fouts and brian robinson brian robinson oh man was a guy i was i was debating between evan neal and brian robinson in that 10th spot the senior from hillcrest alabama has over a thousand career rushing yards so far and is looking to uh looking to take that lead running back role for next year's uh next year's crimson tide offense uh, brian robinson i really struggled with leaving him out uh the, the on, on that list uh, but 
But, but the, you know, with the, the high success of all the athletic programs, you're going to have to leave out somebody. You're going to have to leave out big names uh, to only whittle it down to 10. That's my 10. I went Herb Jones, uh, Herb Jones, Bailey Hemphill, Will Anderson, John Petty, Montana Fouts, Lexi Grabber, Christian Harris, Connor Prelip, Jasmine Walker, and Evan Neal as my top ten athletes, uh, t- spring twenty twenty one edition on the uh, on the campus of the University of Alabama. I had a lot of fun trying to create that list and uh, get something together. If you want to agree or disagree, find me on the Twitter machine. I am out of time though for the day, so the Taco Casa hotline is closed. I'm going to make way for Wimp and Barry Sanderson as they will bring you inside the locker room from seven to nine o'clock. And I want to encourage you to download that Tide 100.9 app. You can uh, see that entire list that I put together and uh, see all the other great content by, by my coworkers, and by my interns, and by my teammates. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me on the Martin Houston Show this morning. Wimp and Barry Sanderson are up next on Tide 100.9.